A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to our yearly roundup of all the weird news that's happened in 2023. I'm back today with a few more weird tales from the year just past. This isn't your usual news roundup. This is strictly the stuff that makes you go, As quite frankly, the regular news is far too depressing and genuinely terrifying. So instead, we'll be exploring a few lighter, weird and wonderful stories that may have not made it into the regular newspaper. Now that's not to say that these stories don't dally with the dark side, because they most definitely do, but there's also some light-hearted strangeness too. But don't worry, if anything's going to be hideously awful, then I'll give you a heads up first. So with the disclaimer out of the way, let's jump into October. kick off today's stories. If you're new here, then hi, my name's Nikki and I make podcasts, videos and TikToks about all sorts of weird stuff. So if you're into that, which I have a sneaking suspicion you might be, then please hit subscribe so we can hang out together again. And if you're not new here, then welcome back, old fiend. Nice to see you again. (laughs) Our first story today sounds like something you'd find in a gothic horror book, but I can assure you it's 100% real. Now, you may remember last year that archaeologists in Pien in Poland discovered a body which they believed to have been buried in such a way, which would suggest those that disposed of it believed the person was a vampire at birth or that they had been cursed, which may allow them to return from the dead. Well, as it turns out, this one discovery wasn't a one-off. The same area in question has revealed another intriguing corpse, which has led scientists to believe they may have unearthed a whole graveyard of supposed vampires. 
In the picturesque village of Pien, nestled within the heart of Poland, a 17th century graveyard has been uncovered, which is leading people to believe the town was once plagued with so-called vampires. Back in the 17th century, vampires were a common fear in Europe and held sway over the imaginations of the local folk. Before modern-day scientific advances, if a whole town was wiped out by disease, a common misconception was that families had killed each other by feasting upon one another. The latest discovery in the vampire cemetery is that of a six- or seven-year-old child whose body was padlocked inside their coffin, a precautionary measure which was taken in order to prevent any potential resurrection. Darius Polinski, a researcher specialising in medieval burials at Nicholas Copernicus University in Turin, paints a vivid picture of the cemetery in Pien, saying, This is a cemetery for rejected people, who were certainly feared after death, and perhaps also during life, who were suspected of having contacts with unclean forces, people who also behaved differently in some way, he shares. The young child was uncovered as part of further excavations into the cemetery in Pien, which last year also revealed a noblewoman's body who had been buried with a sickle across her neck, which meant if she was to come back to life and sit up, she would quite literally lose her head. So this has led the experts to believe this is a burial ground where outcasts found their final resting spots, plagued by a fear that extended beyond the boundaries of the living. Polinski has been seeking answers as to why a child, usually a symbol of innocence and purity, would have been buried in such a peculiar manner. The body which was buried face down also had a padlock underneath their foot, leading Polinski to believe that the child was locked into the coffin, or at least their foot was padlocked. In the case of the woman's body, which was found in 2022, her big toe had been padlocked as well. This was a practice which would quickly identify any vampires coming back to life, as for one, they wouldn't be able to wear shoes, but if they did manage to somehow disguise their feet, the identifying padlock would soon be spotted by anyone questioning the living status of the person in front of them. So why would people go to these lengths back then to secure the dead? Well, Polinsky says, these are people who, if it was done intentionally, were afraid of contact with these people because they might bite, drink blood. Interestingly, for a body which people were trying to keep underground, the child's grave suffered desecration after burial, with all bones removed except those in the legs, a macabre testament to the lengths taken to guard against potential undead activity. This also begs the question, if the child was so feared in death that they were bolted into the earth, why were their bones so important and who took them? To that question, Polinsky doesn't yet have an answer, but he believes that this is just another strange discovery to be found in the cemetery of the undead. Polinsky shares other bizarre methods employed to fend off the living dead, which he has so far encountered in his professional time as a vampire excavator, recounting the discovery of graves adorned with stones strategically placed on various body parts, serving as symbolic defences against the supernatural, and even heads being removed and placed at the feet. 
For now, the cemetery is only just beginning to share its secrets of a forgotten time before science, where fear reigned supreme. These primitive burial practices highlight a community grappling with the unknown, employing extraordinary measures to navigate the thin line between the natural and the supernatural, and I, for one, find it fascinating. And I can't wait to see if we'll be back in 2024 with Polinsky and his team as they continue to uncover this literal buried history. Okay, so here's my promised heads up for the next story. It's a recent one about a dysfunctional funeral home. So skip ahead if you think that isn't for you. In October of this year, police in Colorado, USA, were contacted by a concerned resident who was complaining of an unpleasant smell coming from a nearby business. The business in question was the Return to Nature Funeral Home in Fremont County, and when officers gained entry, they discovered something incredibly upsetting. The funeral home had been neglecting the bodies it had been entrusted with, and at least 189 people were recovered from the funeral home in various states of decay, as the business had failed to store them properly. The county sheriff, Alan Cooper, said in a press conference a few days later that the state of what they'd found inside the building was horrific, but he refused to say more on the matter whilst the case was under investigation. Return to Nature is a business which offers a natural approach to burials, offering a green version of funerals. This means that the funeral home wasn't offering any embalming options for families, and as such, the bodies in their care should have been kept refrigerated. Amongst the options they offer on their website are burials without the use of metal coffins and no chemicals used in the preparation of the bodies. As part of this, the state laws say that any bodies accepted for this type of burial should be stored correctly at a cold temperature to stop them from becoming hazardous to health. However, inside Return to Nature's 2,500 square foot building, they had failed to store almost 200 bodies and the stench emanating from the property was causing nearby neighbours to become suspicious of what may have been happening inside. When the police arrived to clear the place of bodies after the initial discovery, they had to transport all the remains to the county coroner's office to be inspected and identified. At that point, the coroner confirmed this was at least 189 individuals, but it could possibly be more once the full investigation was complete. During the sheriff's press conference held on October the 6th, The team confirmed this would be a lengthy process of investigation involving dental records, fingerprints and even DNA samples to try and get to the bottom of things. Alongside the complexities of the identification process also came fears for those working on the bodies inside. An employee working on the bodies sustained a rash after coming into contact with the remains, and so concerns were raised for the ongoing safety of staff working in such hazardous conditions. The amount of people recovered from the building led the Colorado governor, Jared Polis, to issue a verbal disaster declaration in the state. This meant that specialists from around the state would be summoned to help with the identification and clear-up process, with amongst others, police, coroners and the FBI, all joining the investigation team. 
And so began the lengthy process of working out who all these people were and for the authorities to determine exactly what had happened here. Fast forward to November 2023 and police released the information that the funeral home owners had indeed been arrested and here's where we begin to understand what might have been happening behind closed doors as the list of felonies begins to complete the missing pieces of the puzzle. John and Carrie Halford were arrested for charges of abuse of a corpse, forgery, money laundering and theft. The sheriff said he couldn't release the pair's statement as the case was ongoing, but he did tell the press that what it contained was truly shocking. As bodies had begun to be identified and families informed, the story began to emerge that the Halfords had been telling families that their loved ones had been cremated as per their requests and they were given ashes back. However, the ashes when checked by the authorities seemed to be made of concrete dust. At the time of writing, 25 bodies had been returned to their families for proper disposal and around 110 individuals had been identified. But the progress is still slow on the other remains and some may never be identified. The pair are being held on $2 million bonds and the case is still ongoing. I cannot imagine how dumbfounded the families of those who have entrusted the care of their loved ones to the Halfords must feel, and I hope for all of those bodies which have been recovered that they are able to eventually be returned to their families, or at least they can receive a proper burial or cremation so they can finally be laid to rest. As for the Halfords, we'll have to wait and see what happens at their trial. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. spoken about bad burial practices, let's end on a tale of one gone right. At a funeral home in Pennsylvania, a body which has remained at the business for 128 years has finally been laid to rest. The body, which was a convict from the once local jail, died of kidney failure in 1895 as a result of alcoholism. The body was given to the local funeral parlour, Ormonds, and the mortician prepared the body for burial, but they decided to use a new technique. Back in the 1800s, it was quite common for bodies of criminals to be donated for medical science, and in this case, the body of the pickpocket went the same way. 
The undertaker carried out a new technique on the man who had given the fake name of Willie to the police when arrested, and as he had no family, no one knew what his real name was. Willie was preserved, but the experiment went wrong, and instead of partially drying the body, it completely solidified the corpse, and so instead of sending the poor man to rest, the funeral home kept him as an oddity and put him on display which is quite an odd thing to do, and I'm not sure I would want to see that if I was grieving and going to arrange a loved one's funeral. I would assume that in recent years, he's more than likely been hidden away. The funeral director's current owners feel the same way, and have done some delving to see if they can track down Willie's history, and to find out who he was, and to provide him with a respectful burial. In the meantime, as Willie has been a huge part of the town's history for over a hundred years, the body has been taken on a tour of the city inside a hearse so everyone can say their goodbyes before he's finally laid to rest. The funeral directors arranged Willie's funeral and eventually the body was taken to the town's graveyard where he was buried in a casket. Finally, after 128 years, not only did Willie get to rest peacefully, but he could also reclaim his official name. After the casket was lowered, the tombstone which sat atop his grave was revealed. Stoneman Willie, the town's mummified corpse, was no more, and instead sat proudly James Murphy. Now James has been laid to rest, the town can move on with the story and allow the history to become a more rounded version of how the residents right their wrongs, even if it took 128 years to get there. Thanks for joining me for that selection of weird stories. I hope you enjoyed them. And if you did, there will be more along soon. So make sure you're subscribed or following if you're not already to keep up with the series. If you like the show and what I make in general and you want it to continue, then please consider becoming a Patreon supporter like our executive Patreon producers, Amy, Christina, Christoph, Kate, Kevin, Lisa, Mary, Meg, Rose, Sally, Sam, Sarah, Teresa, Terry, V and Veronica, and all of our other patrons too. If you sign up to Patreon, you get access to my other podcast, Having a Problem, which is lots of silly historical-based fun, plus hours of other bonus content too. If you'd rather just send a tip or a little Christmas gift from my Amazon wishlist, then I would massively appreciate that too. And I'll leave all the links in the show notes in case you want to check them out. An enormous thank you for even considering doing any of those things, particularly when I know things are tight for a lot of people. So it really does mean the world to me. And I'm always amazed that people want to help me create this creepy empire we can all call home. And it feels very good to know that you do. And I feel really appreciated. So thanks very much. There's also all the helpful free things you can do, such as sharing the show around, telling your friends and reposting my social media posts, which are all more helpful than you know. As you know, I'm trying to make this my job in 2024. So if you can help in any way to make that dream come true, I'll love you forever. Thank you for joining me for this episode. I've been Nikki Druce. Remember to stay spooky and I'll see you ghouls next time for November.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.